I mean, bounce back season. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Stan Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Drop Bag NFL show here on Brit Balling. I'm Sam Lewis and joined by Joe Costanzo. How are you doing, Joey? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, doing pretty good. If you listen to our podcast earlier in the week, you'll know that Stan and Matt are skiving because they're both on holiday and apparently don't have Wi-Fi away. Or but a microphone. Sure. Or a microphone. I mean, Matt's mic, you can basically use his phone at that point. It's the same quality. Yeah, that is true. But right, so, we, we, we keep it professional on the drop back. Yeah, are you just telling that to anyone that hasn't ever heard Matt speak? Yeah. Fucking what? Fucking. <laughs> it's like he's here. Anyway, so we covered the AFC North previews earlier in the week. So it's time for the NFC North. Um, not really a whole lot of news coming out. So we can get straight into the divisional previews and kick it off with the Chicago Bears. And maybe new quarterback Justin Fields, though not if you believe the Bears organization who say Dalton will be the starter. Yeah, I was wondering when do you think Justin Fields is actually going to start? It should be I... week one, but it'll probably be week two when Dalton is terrible. Yeah, they're just going to throw Dalton out to the dogs. Then they have a they have a really tough game week one. It's the the Rams. Yeah, they'll throw him out to the Rams defense. Dalton will have a bad game. And then Justin Fields will come in week two against the Bengals and probably perform quite well. <laughs> yeah, because he's probably better than Andy Dalton at this point. I'd imagine you'd hope so, honestly. Um, yeah. And Stan yeah. isn't here to say that he's not and he holds onto the ball too long. So I'm going to double down. I agree. I mean, everything I've heard out of training camp has been very good about Justin Fields. Yeah, you, you so. kicked off when I brought up training camp on the earlier show. You said you can't believe a word out of that. That is true. But, You've been watching you know, some of them Twitter vids with his rocket arm. That and a lot of uh, Trey Lance highlights as well, weirdly enough. Yeah. So if you were going to pick like a rookie of the year between those two, where, which way would you lean? Mm, I'd probably assume that Justin Fields is going to play more games. So I'd have to go Justin Fields between those two. Even though Trey Lance is already getting them number one reps well not he's getting number one reps with with jimmy g yeah i mean it's gonna be like uh lamar in his first year he's gonna get in on special plays and then the run packages that just didn't work because it was obvious why they were bringing him in yeah exactly and i imagine jimmy g isn't gonna do amazing as a uh an outside blocker either i don't know i think you may be selling him short anyway but back to the bears uh, i don't know they're They've got a couple of nice pieces, to be fair. They managed to get Alan Robinson back, but I don't think he'll probably be there next year. And their defence is always going to be good, especially with Eddie Goldman back. Wasn't there last year next to Akeem Hicks. So you've got Robert Quinn, Cleo Mack, Eddie Goldman, and Hicks sort of across the O-line, a D-line. Mm. That's a nasty defensive front, even though I know they decided to let go of their best corner. Yeah, I, I still don't understand that at all. Um, but yeah, their, their defensive line looks pretty darn good. I mean, their defense has never been an issue. And I think even um, 
even without God, I've got his name. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let you suffer there. <laughs> Don't do this to me. You've forgotten him as well. Fuller. Fuller. Yeah, Cole Fuller. My bad. Um, yeah, even without Cole Fuller, they're probably gonna that's their best the best thing about this team is is the defense. So um I, I don't really like any of their corners that they have at the moment. I mean, they're what Jalen Johnson and Desmond Trufant are their top corners at the moment, which... Eh. I mean, Johnson was all right as a rookie, but yeah, he wasn't exactly a standout. Trufant hasn't been entirely reliable for a few years now. And they got Artie, Bur- Artie Burns in the slot, who's okay. Artie, Artie right. Burns does... Artie Burns... <laughs> I I think all right might be a bit generous. So I think there's a reason when someone like Trafont bounces around like three teams in three years as a veteran, you sort of generally a reason for that. The backside's good, Tayshawn Gibson and Eddie Jackson, always a good mm-hmm. player. Rokon Smith, probably one of the better linebackers in the league that doesn't really actually get a whole lot of credit. So defense yeah. is solid head to toe. I mean, it's on the outside. It's a bit iffy. Like you yeah. said. But I think that they think be good enough. And to be honest. Having almost made the playoffs last year with how putrid they were on offense with Trubisky and Foles, if Fields comes in, isn't like there's a good chance that they actually might make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I I'm gonna sorry if Fields plays well is what you'd expect from a first round pick. Then, then there's a chance they make the playoffs. Not going into the season, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean with the extended playoff bracket, there's more chance. Oh yeah, half the teams, teams make it well. anyway. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, the one thing I would say is like I don't really have a lot of faith in the O line. Really, I mean, Tevin Jenkins was a good pickup. They're paying him. I mean, ESPN is saying that they're playing him at, at left tackle. Um, Did he which... play right tackle throughout his college career? Did he yeah. play a bit of left as well? No, he pretty much just played on the right side the entire time. That's and a good start it... for a rookie. Yeah. So sticking him. On, on the opposite side, it's not his natural position, like given his arm reach and everything. But yeah, I could. So I, I like that as a pick. He was one of my favorite offensive line prospects. But I mean, at left guard, you got James Daniels, center Cody Whitehair. Right Cody Whitehair's a really good center. Yeah, he is. But Jermaine Ifedi at right tackle, which. That's it. I don't think a center is. Exactly. If you were good. Yeah, can't do a whole O line job by yeah. himself. Well, exactly. He's he's out for half the play anyway. He has to worry about snapping it. But um, yeah, and Alex Bars at right guard, who you know they're just sort of average run of the mill offensive lineman, lower end of the league, I would say. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. Especially, we'll have to see in week one against the Rams just how badly Andy Dalton is getting chased around before I can make a make a real judgment on that. But will you be able to make a judgment on what the offense does with Andy Dalton? Yeah, well, I'd rather... I mean, Justin Fields is a mobile QB, but it's not like he completely relied on his legs. I know, he's got an absolute rifle. Exactly. So I I would like to see, you know, some a semblance of a pocket. It's the same. <laughs> so you can feel a bit confident about throwing a rookie in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you don't. 
yeah, you need a, a couple of seconds to throw the damn ball. That would be nice. Um, it would be a weird move, though, going into week one and being like, right, if Andy Dalton struggles, we'll throw in Justin Fields. At that point, you may as well make Fields a starter basically going in, right? It's a sacrificial lamb thing, so they're just going to... Yeah. Are chucking him in as a goodbye once and for all. I, I'm interested to see if David Montgomery steps up at all. Like he's been kind of like someone that people think could be like a, a breakout star, like every year, and then he's always kind of like okay. Like he'll yeah. have a few good games and whatever. He's but... yet to fully break out. Yeah, if if they do some creative things, we saw what Tevin Jenkins could do um lead blocking and stuff so if, if they're creative with their run plays I, I could see you can imagine they can get quite creative if they bring in fields to be fair it does add the extra element that dalton doesn't have yeah he just needs to be starting week one doesn't he like I don't... he's just so much better that and if uh, he's if he's not you know what you have there like matt Nagy and ryan pace have basically extended their career in chicago by a year like Nagy's got off quite Lucky because oh no, my offense is fine. It was Trubisky that was the issue. So if there's still an issue, then it's like maybe you're the problem, mate. And at some point, you're gonna have to throw him in to save your job. That is true. Um, yeah, but the thing is, do you want to throw him in and completely wreck his confidence against the pretty tough Rams defense week one? I don't know. I think if you're if you're a guy that's made it to the NFL, you've got a bit more confidence than you're completely ruined after one game. I think you're going to have to have a bit more confidence in yourself than that. Yeah, but it's a rookie's first game. You'd rather he be playing the Bengals in week two. Maybe. Peyton Manning was coming out today for, like before the all the Hall of Fame stuff and saying, look, if I hadn't gone 3-13 and in my rookie year, I wouldn't have learned a whole lot of stuff that I did that helped me down the road. Like losing helped him, apparently, he claimed. Good teaching lesson, Peyton. Yeah, I always forget he went 3-13 and in his first year. But... Yeah, because... Speaking of which, Hall of Fame game tonight, you're going to be staying up to watch that, Joe? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I, the I football's back. Work. <laughs> I am fully employed and I have to get up at semi-reasonable hours. So yeah, I can only really justify in. it on, you know, regular season, having a really shit Monday rather than on a Friday after the Hall of Fame game. Hey, it kicks off at one. That's plenty of time to sleep if it sucks real early. I mean, yeah, maybe for the initial drive to see what the starters are like. Maybe, but you're not going to but... see the starters. Are you mad? It's going to be Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne fucking Haskins. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, awesome. How many games do you think they're winning here? Really? Bra- um, the Bears? Not Dwayne Haskins. Probably somewhere between game. 6 and 10. Like 6 and 10 wins. Six, oh, six and ten wins. Six, yeah, between yeah. Like, bottom out of six wins. I think best case scenario, they win about ten games. Unless, like, Justin Fields is, I don't know, something that we just comes in out is a franchise quarterback straight away. Yeah. and Because he doesn't they have, have a whole lot of pieces around him to help. But, yeah, they also have the... They have a semi-reasonably tough schedule from what I can see. I mean, they've got to play the AFC North, which kind of sucks. Who we've said had three good, really good de- defenses in. 
yeah, their division itself is relatively near. Okay. The Packers and yeah, the they might be go five hundred against the Vikings. I can imagine. So yeah. yeah, I could see anywhere between five wins and yeah, ten wins probably. Give or take, so pretty much what I said. Pretty much nice. Except I, I've given them one less just in case. One less. What what just happens? In, is that, is that just if they stick with Andy Dalton? Yeah. The yeah pretty much that's well, it. maybe stan if you wrote that in the group chat like i asked you would have a reason for that stop copying joe boring boring stan all right should we move on to yeah, let's go. maybe what will become the most beautiful disaster of an nfl season we will ever see with madman coffee drinker dan campbell at the helm oh, i love dan campbell though <laughs> it's going to be an absolute shit show though isn't it uh i really like everything he's trying to do for the culture they're actually trying to build some some semblance of a culture at the mm. lions but they just need more time they, they, yeah, like, just... we're not expecting them to do anything this year realistically no that, that i mean that does pretty much sum it up you're right they're like roster strength like what the pieces they have is just not a whole lot to work with they're fully rebuilding and to be fair yeah. The Dan Campbell attitude might be something that players love, despite a lot of people in the mainstream media like absolutely ripping it. I think players got. I mean, he's a players' guy. It from everything that's been said about him, it, it seems that way. Um, but I'm just looking at this roster. I mean, when you're starting receivers, are Tyrell Williams, Brashad Perryman, and Quintez Cephas? I don't. Hey, know. hey, he's got one of them little star things on Madden because he's really good at returning. Oh, cool! Excellent, <laughs> nice. Well, that must mean he's he's gonna. No, be that's great. Agnew. Actually, ignore me. It's not even him. So you're a liar as well. I'm not I a liar. Am. I'm just mistaken. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I like some of the stuff they've got on their own line. Frank Ragnow. I, I obviously love the Penetrol pickup. Uh, TJ TJ Hawkinson showed signs of being good. A good yeah. tight end. I think he's going to be good. I think people are getting a bit ahead of themselves. People put him in like the top five list of tight ends at the moment. No, that's ridiculous. No, I think that's a bit more of a projection than where he's at right now. No, we 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 can't be having that. Although people are putting freaking Carl Pitts as the the third best tight end in the league. (laughs) Yeah, third best tight end in the league. Never played a game. Third best tight end in the league. Great. Yeah, I don't know. They, I mean, I like their running backs. Like you said, I like their own line, so they may be able to do a bit of something. I'd quite like it for Jared Goff for them to have like a competent season on O line because I feel he's been a little bit hard done by. I mean, it's hard to feel bad making for someone that's making as much money as Jared Goff is, but yeah, he was very much scapegoated in LA. Yeah, uh, I mean, he had he had success there and. I mean, it was just, a, it was a bit of a, they kind of just threw him out to the woods as soon as, soon as things went bad. But yeah, I don't think he's the long-term answer at QB. Uh, I think he could, I don't know how much, how, how many seasons they actually have him under with this contract. I want to say two. Yeah, it seems like that. So, I mean, they'll probably ride out his contract with him for a couple of years and um, 
but I I don't really see him, you know, being anything that special, especially with the talent they have around him at the moment. Yeah. But what did you think? What did you think of? Um, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say I really like their interior D line, Levi and Wuzarike, who Stan loves, Alan McNeil, who also got a mention, uh, Michael Brockers as well, who's been he's always solid, pretty solid the entire time. Yeah, for the Rams and everything. Um, Jamie Collins as well. Isn't <laughs> Jamie linebacker. Collins only good in New England though? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and we could see we could see a little, I mean, bounce back season of Jeff Akuda. He didn't do that bad. I mean, he got torched a few games, but yeah, but like rookie corners, it's like rookie corners and tight ends seem to be the position that it takes a little while to adjust to, unless you're Jalen Ramsey. No, there's there's been a few corners that have come out and played pretty baller straight away. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, the, the defense isn't great. The linebacking core is not fantastic. Neither are the safeties aren't brilliant either. So, I mean, I don't know why we're surprised going through each position, having said that they're pretty bare everywhere. Except yeah. for the fact that um, Dan Campbell loves it when his players fight and is maybe the anti-Joe Judge in that respect. Oh, God, the Joe Judge stuff. That's... I feel like if um, if it all goes to shit with the Giants, then people are going to have some horrible stuff to say about Joe Judge. I mean, uh, obviously, Kelvin Benjamin uh, said said some nasty stuff as well. To be fair, on, didn't on they also out, but... ask him to lose weight and then he came in? Came... <laughs> so yeah, they're he like... Came... He came into he came in like 276 pounds or something to play tight end, which is, is pretty mental. Mm. But he claimed that he could play receiver at that weight. So... I mean, he did. <laughs> what about what about the Joe That's Looney quite... stuff? Did you see that? No. So the, you know Joe Looney, the guy, um, guard used to play for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Signed with the um, Giants this off season. Said he didn't know um, that Joe Judge may play like do laps and press ups and stuff as punishment, but he loves it. Oh, he retired. And that yeah, and then yeah. the big fight happened the other day that he made them do like wind sprints and then star jumps or whatever. And then he just retired. Three days. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like fuck this. I'm. I am not. Now I, I. I can get that. I. I understand. I mean, it's sort. It's sort of had that Vontae. Remember when Vontae Davis just retired at halftime? It's like nah. I had this <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm getting burnt. Just now. <laughs> See you, boys. <laughs> no press conference or anything. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be surprised if I saw the Lions win more than six games. To be honest, I think that's probably their ceiling this season. Yeah, I think they're more likely to be in the number one pick conversation, aren't they? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I wouldn't be... Yeah, that could could very well happen. In which case, I would recommend that they trade down for a bunch of picks. That's yeah, That's always your suggestion. <laughs> trade down for a bunch of picks. <laughs> well, as many picks as possible. I mean, they've got the Rams pick as well, right? Oh no, you got the Rams first round pick for the next two years. Yeah, and Jared Goff. Exactly. So, if Jared Goff actually becomes a franchise quarterback again, do they not win that trade? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it depends. If if the Rams go ahead and win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford, then the answer is no. 
can two teams not win a trade, Joe? Can why does life have to be a competition with if you? If you're not if you're not first, you're last. Okay. Dems the rules. Dems the rules. Mm, indeed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, Green Bay Packers. And finally, we know who's going to be starting under centre, even though we knew it in the entire offseason. I told be Jordan you Love. No, it's, it's not true. Uh, did I liar. miss something? You're a liar. Aaron Rodgers had mm. this whole thing. He came out to the media and talked about the situation very bluntly and very openly, and it was very professional, and I loved it. Was it professional? It was like, professional. I disagree with it. He had to say something. And he, he was he was pretty pretty open and honest about the whole experience and how it was for him and stuff. So I like that he signed his new contract before he did that press conference. That was a good move. Yeah, excellent. Same. Um, I yeah. I mean, I thought he's either going to just play or retire. <laughs> seems seems that way. But um well, those are the only really choices, weren't they? They weren't trading him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way they were gonna trade him. But so. based off that, has there ever been more pressure on a fourth string receiver than there is now a Randall Cobb to perform? I don't yeah, no. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like Roger's like, right, I'll come back, but you gotta bring Randall Cobb back now. And then his whole thing is that he wants more same personnel. If Randall Cobb is shit the Packers ownership just be like, this is why not ownership because they don't have owners, but G- yeah. GM just go, this is why we don't include you, Aaron. I kind of like, well, he's a it's more of a locker room thing, you know. It's the same as why he got annoyed with I can't remember the receiver's name, but the the other guy who Jordy Nelson. Before. No, no, no. This is the one quite recently. He basically had like no game time, but he Oh, Jake Kumaro, who apparently yeah, is absolutely cool. smashing it with the Bills in one on one. Exactly. Maybe, maybe you should have should have listened to Rogers there. Do you reckon the Bills are putting that noise out so that Aaron's like, right, go trade for Jake Kumaro now? I really trust like uh, the AFC East always has some funny like training. You don't trust music. just the AFC East. Oh, other than uh, like the Patriots don't say anything, but all the other AFC East teams just chat a bunch of shit during. Does every like, team not chat a bunch of shit around this time? I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm I'm used to Matt just talking about all the dolphins, but when he talks about how Josh Rosen was looking amazing in training camp and stuff. Like <laughs> Matt does eat up the training camp bullshit like it's bloody Cheerios. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if Randall Cobb wasn't the fourth receiver though, because Amari they have Amari Rogers and Devin Funches as well. And yeah. Equinemius St. Brown, best name in the league. Better than his brother, who's called Armin Ra. Yeah, Equinemius. That, Armin Ra. It's the Egyptian bloody sun god, Joe. I mean, that's okay. There's no Equinemius, but it'll do. Agree to disagree. Yeah, I, I, I think now they've got Aaron Rodgers on this team, they're, they're definitely going to win this division. There's, there's yeah. no doubt about that. It's just this is probably their last real chance. To win a Super Bowl before everything possibly breaks. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, is anything less than a Super Bowl a disappointment for this team now? Uh, It's hard to say disappointment. Like, if they get to another NFC Championship, then it, I mean, it's a shame. But, you know, like, yeah. I just, I feel like this is definitely 
with 2021, what, what's shaping up to be what's happening with like Devonte Adams contract and the out that they could possibly have with Aaron Rodgers contract next year. Then, I mean, it is kind of shaping up that like that they have to win this this season. And will they win? Hmm. No. Like, can you see not. them not winning this division? I can see them winning the division for sure. Can you yeah, see them that... not winning the division? I'm talking floor. No, no. I think well, I think they've got a semi-tough schedule, but so does everyone else on on their division in their division, and they have to play the Packers twice. So, realistically, they're going to win the division. I think I'd be surprised if like floor maybe ten wins like on a really bad. And that's that's like a bad season for them. Ten win, ten win season, um, and then ceiling wise, like I could, I mean, I could see them having like a fifteen win season if if it came to it. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> no, do I don't agree. I did, don't don't disagree. You don't agree. I don't agree. I never agree with what you said. But despite that, I do think they're definitely winning the division. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, talent-wise, it's just there. Talent-wise, staff-wise, exactly. and then quarterback-wise, the the three the three big ones. Yeah, defense I mean, is good. I mean, yeah, I don't know if the defense is necessarily any better than it was last year. Would be the thing. I don't. In fact, I don't know if the team as a whole is any better than it was last year maybe amari rogers brings something that a little bit different in the slot that they were missing and sort of the short game but it's a pretty similar roster except they yeah. don't have Corey lindsley at center anymore that is true which may be an issue uh josh myers is okay it may be an issue but again this the um nfc championship game it's not like they lost it really badly uh, it was a couple of mistakes like not getting not getting it on and go for the field goal at the end, which has been talked about. But also Scott, that, te- that exactly that Scotty Miller touchdown right before the half that changes the game basically because they started really strong. But they've semi well. I mean, I don't know how much they've addressed it, but Eric Stokes. One thing about him is that he he can definitely don't get runs, burnt deep. He runs quick. <laughs> he runs don't quick. Burnt deep. Doesn't they bring Kevin King back? Or am I imagining that? No, Kevin King's on the roster. Yeah, ESPN have got him as the starting right uh, right side cornerback beside the man Jair Alexander, who's an absolute stud. I love Jair Alexander and Adrian Amos as well. Was it you or Stan that was arguing for him to be number one corner in the league? Uh, Stan. Stan loves him a bit more, more than I. I don't think he's Stan loves his guys so much. And it's a good quality. You've got to back your boys, but he, he really does back his boys. Yeah, I think um, the <laughs> just the, the harsh reality of adulthood hasn't really, you know, kicked in and ki- kicked in yet. So maybe... Had, have you had a tough day then, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Do you talk about it, mate? <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, no, go on. Yeah. They're they're definitely winning, winning the division. I'd be surprised if they don't make a deep playoff run. 
and I'd be, I would say, disappointed if they don't make the Super Bowl. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm not expecting them to win it. If they win the Super Bowl, does Aaron Rodgers come back? Uh, No. I think if they win the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers has all the leverage, for sure. I don't think he definitely comes back. I think it would be very funny if they won the Super Bowl and then was like, right, well... (laughs) You we agreed want... upon it. I'm going to the Vikings now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they become the team to beat. Right. Speaking of the Vikings, final team in the NFC North. Um, absolutely banged up on defense last year. And because of that, they were, as Mike Zimmer go- defenses goes, pretty disappointing on that front. They should be better equipped this year. Mm. Bring in Patrick Peterson, Rashad Breeland, who are. I mean, I think Peterson's past his time, prime even, but he's still definitely a serviceable starting corner and better than what they had. They, they had jack shit, so it's... He's better than jack shit. I'm, good, I'm willing to give him that. Yeah, but, uh, is Bashaw Breland the starting corner? They they have someone called Cameron Dantzler as well. Uh, he he was a second-round pick in 2020, I want to say. Second or third. He was all, I mean, he's all right. I think Breland's just a bit more proven to be honest but i, I mean they're pretty they're low-key interchangeable those two yeah uh but. either way pat pat pete is your top guy even if he is declining he's he's a lot better than what from what you had yeah and then on the d-line you get daniel hunter back daniel hunter back even and michael pierce who has yet to play a game for them because that's actually on, mad isn't it yeah it, did he sign in 2020 and then it, he was either injured or a covid case wasn't he yeah i quite a lot of like interior alignment i'm not i'm not sure 100 percent, but quite a lot of you know the big guys uh the big sat boys out with set out for covid yeah i mean sheldon richardson again there so sheldon richardson alongside michael pierce is a pretty good you know interior d line yeah for sure yeah um i don't really like on the other side of daniel hunter they've currently got dj Wanham. not really like no, but I mean, at then, some point when you've got two great guys in the interior and no, and Daniel Hunter on the outside, it doesn't matter as much who you've got because he's only going to ever get one-on-ones. True, but you'd like someone who could win one-on-ones. You, you would. I mean, preferably you'd like someone that could win two-on-ones if it's the option. Oh, yeah, if your line was full of world beaters, then uh, you'd be Washington. That would be... That would be <laughs> you'd be Washington. <laughs> All right, but and behind that, Eric Hendricks, Anthony Barr, always solid those two. And then Harrison Smith, Harrison Smith still performing at top level. And yeah. unfortunately, they don't have. Oh my god, I can't remember what the safety had last year that was called. He signed with the Eagles as well. I really should know this. San, it was not Sandejo. No, no, he's actually good. <laughs> Sandejo's okay. No, he's not. He's terrible. <laughs> he's, he's okay. And Dejo's a fool. Uh, Anthony Harris. Oh, yes. Yeah, he was but, He was great. Yeah. he's. Be- I mean, as if you just compared him to An- Anderson Dejo. Who, as Sad says... Oh, no, that's Patrick Peterson. No, we'll ignore that. Because he's being rude. Because he's salty. He's left Arizona. Yeah, he was... Um, I mean, I don't trust PFS rating, but Anthony Harris was, was pretty up there in terms of the free safeties last year. Yeah, but no, it was no, over the last two years. They franchise tagged it. He was on a franchise tag last year. And then it's 
it sort of hurt these mid-level players a little bit, the COVID, more than it does the top end or the bottom end players because they they usually get paid slightly more than their play suggests and teams aren't willing to pay that at the moment because they can't afford to. So yeah. we got him relatively cheap on a one-year deal. Plus, I think he's already 31. And now the Vikings have Xavier Woods. Yes, he was the guy that was at Dallas for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he's not great. Not a great option, to be honest. No, I think they'll try and hide him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Harrison Smith is obviously quite a versatile guy, but um, you're going to have to put him on the field somehow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so on the offense, we know what they're going to do. They're going to run outside zone all day with Dalvin Cook because it works and then when they're bored of that they're going to throw it over the top Jefferson and Thielen and I mean it's a proven formula with these guys it's worked that's what they've done for like the last two years yeah I mean not surprised about that Irv Smith Jr excited to see what he does as well at tight end bringing Christian Darasaur as well the left tackle yes. you were high on Christian Darasaur weren't you I mean I was I know I was yeah I mean I think uh the only the only real negative against him is it didn't look like he played with much hustle. But I think as soon as you get into the NFL, you you have to play with hustle. He can kind of get away with it in college, um, because he's very he's still enormous, very athletic and huge. So um, I don't know if you're expecting four four speed out of a left tackle or whatever. But yeah, Christian Darasaw, like massive, like prototypical left tackle sort of size exactly what you'd expect I, I think he's going to be good for him yeah but, yeah the rest of the line yeah i don't know the thing with the vikings i think they'll probably be good i think they'll probably make the playoffs as well i mean especially with you know how we mentioned it how many teams get in the playoffs but i just don't see enough here to sit to have them go deep into the playoffs no no, for sure. Like they're very much a wild card team that loses first, maybe squeaks a win on the first weekend and loses the second weekend. Winning outrageous style on the first the first week of, of playoff games. I mean, if they then... match up with the Saints, they'll beat them because they always yeah, beat the Saints. Sure. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I I don't really see them. I mean, they're definitely not winning the division, like we said. Pack that's the Packers' division to win. Um yeah, bar injury, I would be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs. But yeah, they're not they're not gonna do anything special. I'd be very surprised yeah. if they fell below five hundred. Well or nine and eight now. Like I think that's their very much flaw. Yeah. I mean last season was a bit of a write off with just the amount of injuries they, they had on the defensive side that just kind of left them in situations where it doesn't really suit their style of play either. Mm-hmm. Um, and Justin Jefferson can have an outrageous rookie season, one of the best rookie seasons of all time, and somehow not make the playoffs that year. They've still finished seven and nine, though. So even with that, how bad their defense was, they weren't like dog shit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So they, I, I think what floor, I would say eight. Uh, well, I guess eight is less than five hundred now. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still say eight. Like. As they win, as their floor, yeah, eight wins. See, what then... is the new five hundred now? Is eight and nine five hundred, or is it nine and eight? I think it has to be nine, nine and eight. eight. It has to be nine, nine and eight, eight, doesn't it? So wrong. Yeah. 
why do they like money so much um yeah so eight eight wins to maybe ten. yeah 10 11 something around that there, i think there'll be a win or two ahead of the bears basically yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised um however yeah, well, I'll just have to see how good Justin Fields is before I can really make. Yeah, but you or, can't use that in your preseason you predictions, Joe. It doesn't yeah, help you. That's true. <laughs> yeah, could be surprised, but hey ho, hey ho, indeed. All right, so I think that does bring us to the end of today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stan and Matt will be back at some point in the future. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they will be. Maybe. But until then, make sure you check out our podcast from early in the week that was on the AFC North available to download on all major podcatchers follow us on our socials at the dropback on Facebook Twitter and Instagram our website thedropback.com has plenty of new articles out and make sure you tune in every Thursday seven o'clock from now until the end of the season we'll be here it might be 7 30 but we'll let you know in plenty of warning thanks again for Britballing for, for letting us this platform I've been Sam I've been Joe. Until next time, goodbye. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo and Sam Wilson.